Hello, and thank you for listening to Let the Right Films In, your podcast on the IMDb 250. Usually, uh, our Halloween bonus episodes are over, but our good friend Kyle Minton wanted to talk about Black Mirror Season 3. You've probably maybe heard a little bit about this uh, big Netflix thing. Uh, so we're going to have him on to talk about it. Kayla's not here because she's behind on the culture and really just is way back in 2010 before Black Mirror was even a thing. But Kyle, thank you for joining me today. I don't feel comfortable with all this dystopian weight distributed to my shoulders. <laughs> and also I realize that I'm your special correspondent for tech dystopia shows in particular with Mr. Robot and now this. So yeah, and now we have to do a Westworld podcast. I don't think I don't I don't I think there might be a couple, but I don't know if they've really filled that niche yet. Yeah, we, maybe we could fit another one in. No. No, that won't happen. <laughs> yeah, so Black Mirror season 3 uh dropped on Netflix in October and everyone lost their minds about it and immediately started ranking the episodes and the Black Mirror backlash started and there were competing pieces on the internet about how here are the problems. Wait, there was backlash? I didn't. Were the, oh, were yeah. the takes there that were, hot that week? No, there were there were several hot takes. People saying, "Here's the problem with Black Mirror," and then people, other people, with uh, responding pieces saying, "No, no, no. This is why Black Mirror really is as great as we thought it was." Uh, but I, which was going to happen because it was the super hype thing that dropped on Netflix that relies very heavily on pulling the rug out from under you and such things. But I will not give away my opinion on Black Mirror Season 3 yet, because Kyle, we're going to start with you, our special correspondent. You went deep into the Black Mirror well. Uh, you talked to some people. You uh, made some connections. And... No, I don't I don't talk to anyone <laughs> in my personal life about Black Mirror. I try to keep that darkness secret. Keep, keep it so what away. do you... So I, I love... National Anthem is my favorite. Is, is that your favorite too? You really should watch it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love... Love it. Every, every day, I'm just thinking about National Anthem. No, um, when I talk to people about Black Mirror, when I introduce someone new to Black Mirror, because I, I, it is still a very niche thing. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that it has a position on Netflix as it does, because we, we don't have many anthology stories on television. Even the, Except for Ryan Murphy. Right. Yeah. Which, well, wait, that's American Horror Story, right? Yeah, American Horror Story and American Crime Story and right. Scream Queens, maybe? I don't know. He's got the niche on anthology, and I don't like it. But, yeah, but those are season-wide, right? Not episode-contained, yes. and that's what that's I like true. about Black Mirror is that I can I can introduce someone who is interested in thrillers or tech or even horror and have them come away with a complete experience and go, you don't have to invest eight hours of your time. Um you can get people who don't even really like watching TV for that reason into it, because you can just pick any episode. I'm like, yeah, we're watching a short movie. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. And and for the for the first two seasons in particular, um, you know, they dropped on Netflix a while back ago. I wasn't part of the cult rave uh, about Black Mirror. I didn't know it when it was on the BBC or or actually on Channel Four. I had no knowledge of it. So when it hit Netflix, I kind of went through it and it wrecked me uh and you know in some of the best possible ways uh i think i direct people to be right back uh the donald gleason and Haley atwell uh yeah piece that you know i i actually haven't watched again since my original viewing just because i think it would be too traumatizing to watch um and yeah and so i was excited for this th this third season obviously for um for as much as I I didn't love every episode 
of the original two seasons. I think you and I are kind of the same on the Waldo moment. Like, I didn't necessarily feel the need to rewatch that for this one. Nope. <laughs> um, and, and similar, like, National Anthem doesn't really strike me. And there are, you know, there are one or two others that, like, I'm, I go hot and cold on. But overall, I think it's a really great thing uh, for being only, like, seven episodes, including a Christmas special. Um, but I did notice, like, a few particular themes in this third season, and, and they're easier to notice because we got six episodes, and there was only ever seven episodes that existed of Black Mirror previous to this. So what did you feel when that, that all that dropped? Uh, well, I was very excited because I, 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 wrote, I've, I can't date exactly when I fell in love with Black Mirror, but uh, I do love it. I love The Twilight Zone is one of my favorite things of all time, so having something that you can very easily slot into a new Twilight Zone position is right up my alley as well. Black Mirror is kind of interesting because I said love earlier. I don't I don't know that I could say that I love it, but I love that it exists and I love parts of almost every episode. You can't love um, what hurts you. <laughs> so I I did not love every episode. Some kind of left me turned off a little bit, but I find because the show because it's this uh, near future tech, because it's also exploring current social media, and because it's so well done in many other ways, I find that there is something uh, for me to enjoy in every episode, and so I will always be happy when we have more Black Mirror. Um, I think the Waldo moment is probably the only one I don't feel any inclination to revisit. Even though we're living it? Yeah, I, I, I mean, that would be part of it. Maybe if I watched it again, I'd have a newfound respect for it. I just don't don't feel like it. Right. Um, even National Anthem, I don't know. That, that, that one's just so harrowing that it kind of stand. It, it, it's got a certain uh, heft to it even now after all this time and even after the Prime Minister of Britain had, you know, did some stuff with a pig. Um, but what was the original question again? <laughs> So we got a lot more Black Mirror this time, and, and what I yeah. will say that I immediately noticed about it is that um, you can almost segment the season in a way that you couldn't with the other two. And so, obviously, season three is six episodes. The first three are almost immediate and tangible in a way that Black Mirror usually never is. I mean, Black Mirror, other than National Anthem, and I'm trying to think of, like, I, I don't really think that there's another one of like that you can imagine happening today. I mean, National Anthem was kind of the exception to that with the first uh, the first two seasons. But the first three episodes of this, um, you have Nosedive, uh, which kind of is the idea of it's almost like an Instagram like service where you are depending on ratings from other people to boost your social standing, which then give you like which gives you better financial access and uh all this There's other... an alternate universe where that could evolve yeah. fairly quickly. Yeah, yeah. I, I can absolutely see some some form of that in the future, like without a doubt. And then, of course, Playtest, um, which is obviously just a big VR um, horror story, um, which was it was good. But I feel like I have VR everywhere right now, just since it is such a hot new topic that I, I, I feel exhausted with it in the real world let alone mm-hmm. in a fictional world and then the third one shut up and dance is just uh it was ugly it was ugly in the way that kind of black mirror it's black mirror specialty to be that ugly um but it was ugly in a very real way i mean people people have their webcams hacked all the time and have their information taken and that episode was just uh 
an evolution of that in sort of the worst way. It reminded me of National Anthem a lot in that I, I don't love the episode, but it is thoroughly modern, not even near future. Ugly all the way through, but in a way that kind of gives it some weight where it kind of <laughs> hits me, even though I'm not really loving the experience. Right. And, and so because all three of those kind of took place um, in what really felt like present day, maybe Nosedive being the one exception, um, I really, I was really drawn to the back half of the season. And obviously I took my time with it. Like Black Mirror isn't something that you binge watch. You know, I say that a lot because I don't particularly like binge watching most of the time. But you really can't do it unless you're, I don't know, just a glutton for punishment because Black Mirror is such an intense experience. I mean, they're all very, you know, high strung thrillers. So you, you never walk away feeling overjoyed to the exception of maybe one episode out of this, which is, I think like, I don't know. It's probably the one I'm most excited to talk about. I think the same with you, San Junipero. Same with much of the internet, really. Or at uh, least yeah. the corners of the internet I'm closest to. But for good reason, I think, um, because it, I think it, it was so it was directed by the same person who did Be Right Back, um, Owen Harris. He's the only returning director. Uh, so I was thrilled to see that. And then after I got done watching San Junipero, it made total sense because I think Black Mirror's ability to hone in on the problems that tech brings to our interpersonal relationships, particularly like our very, very close relationships in life, um, is most fascinating because it it's inescapable. It's the kind of horror that you can see happening in your immediate life that you that you relate to almost instantaneously, right? Whereas, like, I'll never be prime minister. I'll never be forced to have sex with a pig. But in San Junipero, like, oh, I'm an aging individual and I have to choose whether or not my consciousness... Like, that. that's an idea that resonates, I think. Um, and and also the, the performances for both Owen Harris directed episodes are astounding. And Senator Junior Pierre, like I think easy easily has the uh, best performances from, um, I know I have the names here, Mackenzie, Mackenzie Davis and, and Gugu Mabatha-Ra. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're both brilliant. I mean, it deals with like air fetishism, you know, we're kind of still fresh off stranger things. So I think it succeeds off of that. And, but it doesn't, it doesn't relish just one era. It just kind of time hops because they're obviously in this, their consciousness is being uploaded to this virtual reality. They're actually aging individuals who are, you know, near death. Um, but they can time hop in this one virtual section of California to whatever era they want. And it's just beautiful. It's just, it's just beautiful. And also the, the era fetishism makes sense because it isn't even taking place in those eras. It is like a recreation of those eras. Right. So much like I don't know, creating a television show, it makes sense that there that the um, certain aspects of those eras might be exaggerated a bit. You know, like remembering the good old times. Yeah, I, I will say that the whole season as a whole, and you and you, we talked about this privately a bit. Is that it is more American now. I mean, Netflix bought the rights uh, from Channel 4, and so the America audience got it first in a way that it never had before, and it feels a lot less smarmy than the first two seasons did. I mean, there's still there's still a good wit to it, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it it doesn't feel more optimistic. I'm trying to... I'm trying to suss out what American feels, which may be a bit more ambitious for this podcast, but uh, it it is... 
it is different. It is different in tone, I think, um, in a lot of ways. And, and an episode like San Junipero, if you contrast that with like an episode like Be Right Back, focuses on very similar ideas of how we exist after our bodies fail us or how we exist in other people's lives after our bodies fail us in an era where, you know, tech promises immortality. And I think, uh, I, I think San Junipero is this really bright and vibrant and the dark, smarmy undertones are kind of hidden really, really... A, 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 they're hidden much better than they were when it was just a uh, Channel 4 series. I mean, besides just the very obvious uh, accents, uh, there are certain... One of the things I enjoyed about certain episodes of Black Mirror was it felt kind of like an insight into diff- a, a parallel, but, you know, different culture. You know, everyone's speaking our language, but it's a, you know, it's a different society. It's taking place in britain instead of america and I, and sometimes it would give us i would feel like i was kind of getting insight into how life there worked and how the same tech we have or the same uh behaviors that we have could affect uh people over there or in different cultures in general whereas it feels a little bit more like watching i don't know a mr robot or something like that now that's that's curious i don't i don't really get that from black mirror particularly because i never felt um place place and location was never a big focus of black mirror um in in any of the episodes i really felt other than maybe white bear which took place which would which setting the setting was important there obviously for the story but i feel i feel like what i noticed more was that just characters attitudes were vastly different even even the english uh actress and actresses that were in the the netflix episodes uh there was just a different tone overall um, even yeah. having John Hammond White Christmas going back a bit I, it it, yeah. it it very it very much shifts kind of the uh attitude of it just I don't know the uh oh something about Americans you know they just seem so open yeah so, <laughs> so gracious they, they just let their feelings just flow from them so uh I mean other than San Junipero which I think it, it's a, it is the most talked about um, episode. I, I really want to talk to you about hated in a nation. Yeah, that one's probably been the most divisive from what I have seen heard and read. Where's the pendulum swinging? Generally? Uh, <laughs> uh, generally more negative uh, huh. for many people. I find that episode kind of fascinating because it's it's a movie. It's like it's yeah well, it's a movie and it's like a black mirror procedural. Yeah, because it's just these, you know, two partners doing law enforcement work, trying to trying to figure out what happened, who is committing these murders. <laughs> it's like a very special episode of uh, NCIS or you know any of your criminal procedural shows, except done with by Black Mirror. It kind of felt like how Punch Drunk Love is Paul Thomas Anderson's version of an Adam Sandler movie. This felt like Black Mirror's version of a procedural. Yo, and that in itself I found pretty fascinating. Yo, it's it's the best X-Files movie ever made. <laughs> it's it's the best. It's it's better than X-Files most. I mean, if it had Gillian Anderson in it, I I really like this episode. I don't know. And I so I like it for a bunch of reasons because I think it was it's the one tech issue that 
grabbed me in this season that I actually gave a damn about. I mean, the rest are fun playgrounds. I mean, again, like San Junipero, the idea of like injecting your consciousness into the cloud is fascinating, but it's not necessarily something that I found myself like thinking like, oh yeah, this is important. I'm glad they called attention to it. But I feel like there are more genre exercises in this season where it feels like we're exploring the idea of this thing, but it's not trying to, or it's not as overtly trying to comment on the way things are, the way things could become. Yeah. The way that I feel like most past episodes of the show did. But um, Hated in the Nation is like weirdly present. It's so present. And it, it not only is it present, I feel like it does, it improves upon where other episodes have failed. Like na- National Anthem and Shut Up and Dance try to do this. Like this idea of virality and like the way things spread throughout the internet. Um, and, and being careful of what you do online, right? That's you know a core tenet of Black Mirror. And so here is Hated in a Nation, which is honestly like I, re- I really think it's a good dressed up like thriller film. It's an hour and a half long. You cannot call this TV. You know, it is just it is an extensive self-contained. It's a movie. Um, but not only that, I mean, they're one of the it's the first episode that really called attention to what uh, abusive threats uh, on the Internet and like the real danger they 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 present to people who suffer from them. I mean, in the wake of the Gamergate con- controversy, you had a lot of people go like, oh, well, you know, death threats on the internet, like, whatever. You know, these women are getting harassed, but, you know, it's it's just smoke. Like, there's no fire. And and it yeah. was so frustrating because Twitter still doesn't deal with these controversies uh, seriously. I mean, obviously, it, this episode goes off into, like, how these, you know, how someone utilizes these hashtags and these threats as true physical violence, but for the show to take a moment and go like know that these people are being threatened is a serious thing that we should take hold of i think i thought was good i thought was like was great in a way that black mirror you know hasn't bothered to do all season yeah and i i compared it to shut up and dance too in my head because shut up and dance it felt silly the way it was trying to comment on trolling like how trolls are bad and you got the troll face and oh they'll even when you try to do what they say, they'll mess you up anyways. I yeah. I don't know. It felt it felt very clumsy and I guess on the nose, but still kind of somehow missing the point. It felt mean Whereas, in a way that Black Mirror often isn't just straightforwardly mean. It'll sometimes give you a little bit to feel happy about, you know, just enough to mm-hmm. chew on and then steal it from out from under you where that just felt cruel. A lot of the criticisms of Black Mirror are that it's hectoring on technology. It's like, oh, Twitter is so bad. Instagram is so bad. Mm-hmm. And I feel like usually it's more artful about that. And that's why I didn't like shut up and dance. It felt very much just like, oh, the hackers, they're so bad. <laughs> Whereas this felt like it was actually capturing something about how we interact online. And having like brief testimonials from people who have done it from from the woman who used the hashtag and was saying it's it was no big deal to the woman who was actually affected by you know a past hashtag and how it ruined her life it, it, it did feel more real in how it was able to capture and point out to us how we can view that online bullying so casually but how deeply it affects someone without feeling like i was sitting in a classroom having things pointed out on a chalkboard yeah and, and i don't want to say that hated in a nation is the best black mirror episode ever made and it's our number one ranked episode and that's that's not really my point here is that i personally enjoyed it a lot because it did point out those issues that are so rarely addressed you know even even mr robot fails miserably at, at, at stuff like that um even though it tries to be as prescient 
as possible. Um, and but also, I mean, the show had just uh, the episode had tremendous ambition that even surpassed anything Black Mirror had done before. I mean, talking about mass mass surveillance, um, and again, you're 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 doing that procedural. You're you're doing the Mulder and Scully thing, but with two women intent on saving other women's lives. Like this is a it just it felt like a feat to me even though even though i could recognize the weaknesses like yeah that you didn't need the mass murdering by drone like by robot bees and some of those effect shots are you know really bad but a lot of that stuff i a lot of the nits that can be picked with it feel very much like nits that are kind of inconsequential like the bees don't always look great but or ever look great really but i'm okay with that the whole thing about how they could actually protect themselves from the bees i'm like i'm gonna go believe that robot bees with like little drills and stuff will find a way i'm, I'm okay with not being able to protect ourselves very well from tiny insects <laughs> wait i i thought i thought the bees looked okay when they were first went into the company and you know she waves her hand through the logo that's floating i thought that looked really good i i, I think it gets a little silly towards the end when it's like this cloud of oh yeah sure the cloud of bees coming towards people but absolutely in ways where it, it didn't distract me. It, it, it's never so bad that it's distracting, I don't think. And I think it's... I kind of love the novelty of it approaching that idea that, you know, that we are losing bees and what a big effect it is on the environment. And just it, having that be a part of the whole episode, I that's one of my favorite things about Black Mirror is not when the, to- the technology that's kind of just tossed off or just ha- happens to be included within the episode, not the stuff that's the main focus... It's just so inventive. <laughs> I, I love the idea of robot bees. I was like, I, it was one of those times where I'm thinking, you know, that would be kind of cool. Can we do that? Is that possible? That's, I mean. I love that you watch that and you're like, yeah, we should get some of those robot bees. I'm worried are... about the bees, man. We'll lose the bees. Well, this is a point I was going to make with San Junipero was how so often the thing that's happening in Black Mirror is obviously bad. And I like when it's more nuanced, when you can see when you can see why they didn't you don't blame anyone for using the technology and it is and it is a little more ambiguous um about whether it's a good thing or a bad thing that we have it obviously black mirror usually comes down on the negative side but right that's why what makes sam true to peril so special is like oh these are the possibilities of technology and while there might be some insidious uh other effects that you can discuss that aren't shown on screen with that um that's a tangent, though. <laughs> I, I like the bees. I like the bees. I'm cool with the bees. Great. Ta- tagline for the episode. The bees are all right. Bees are okay <laughs> by us. The bees are all right. Also, Kelly McDonald is great. I think my... Honestly, what might be my favorite thing about Black Mirror, the thing that can get me through episodes that I don't think are that great, is the show is an especially great showcase for actors who you might not even recognize but have been doing work just putting on stellar showcases um i think daniel kalua is his name the first season uh john ham mackenzie davis gugu mbatha like i it just seems and that's why episodes like white bear seem a little lacking for me too i just love that there's almost always a stellar performance at the center of every black mirror episode and kelly mcdonald here and yeah at the very worst i think you could say that the absolute worst black mere performances are when they try a little hard and that's mm-hmm. about then that's about it you know i i've never seen just 
a bad performance during I honestly I can't remember the Waldo moment I've erased it from my mind so exclude that from this comment but in terms of Black Mirror as a whole I think what's consistently great about it is yeah you just get fantastic performances no matter what you're watching and even if it's a little overwrought at times I mean the the core tenet in the core conceit of, of whatever story they're in is generally so great that you don't you don't you're not distracted that heavily by it if they're you know if they're crying or screaming a bit too loudly because of the you know, the situation is a bit dire. And that's, I mean, that's kind of why I love Black Mirror. I would never say it's like the greatest show, but it more often than most television shows, I feel like it'll provide me something and even its worst episodes that I can, um, can latch onto and really appreciate the time I've spent uh, involving myself with it. And we're getting more next year. Apparently. Yeah. Six more episodes. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I need I need more time. I, I I may not watch that immediately. I need I like to digest Black Mirror over the course of years, not months. <laughs> but, yeah, you've never had the opportunity to digest it over a matter of months. You never you know, know. I don't think I can. I'm gonna be <laughs> gonna be completely honest with you. I I recommended my girlfriend. I was like, oh, you should really watch Tangent Pair. I really think it'd be your thing. And she's like, oh, you watch it with me. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I don't really like rewatching Black Mirror episodes. I like them. I like digesting them once and going i don't ever need to be that sad again i will say this is the first time i've rewatched ep- uh, episodes from the first two seasons and it's been kind of nice having that separation i don't know that i want I-, I kind of agree that i don't want to watch black mirror is not a show i want to rewatch on a loop even when it's really good i kind of don't want to see any holes that might come through reviewing in yeah. a way I don't want to rewatch San Junipero and be like, oh, you know, that doesn't totally work or that part doesn't totally fit. And maybe it will, but I feel like every time you rewatch something a little too much, that stuff starts to be dulled just by the repetition. And there's I don't want there's that such lovely first experiences. They're, they're so oh, lovely. They really are. Yeah. Um, and that's what the best thing I can say about it is if you haven't watched Black Mirror, just... You know, you can, whatever, if you want to find an episode ranking list or, or and that's what you need to do, then, then do that. Watch it once and cry a lot and tell your friends and don't ever watch it again. So think, I feel like the episode rankings, they, they do serve a purpose, but I feel like they are the most reductive way to approach Black Mirror because of how I keep saying how there are so many different things in every episode. And I mean, one thing I haven't met, haven't really mentioned is... There are just so many tech. <laughs> what are they going to run out of technologies to come up with that? You see a lot of repeats this season, right? I mean, you see a lot of, of issues that have been covered in Black Mirror's season one and two, and and I mean, naturally so. I, they can't keep inventing technology off the top of their head, right? But they uh, are creating like new operating systems for them. Certainly, even when it's discussing the same idea, it's like a totally new, fresh computing system <laughs> yeah well they can they can improve upon it right um yeah. and that's what i think like hayden and nation does what you know national anthem and, and shut up and dance did but better you know and so and so i'm not really i'm not that worried about repeats because if they can if they can improve and chisel remove uh, some of the bugs i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do tech metaphors for <laughs> i can't do it we i tried doing those on mr Ro- on the mr robocast you every down, episode so every i'll never forgive you listen i just need to needed to defrag for a few weeks before we talked about black mirror you know maybe install a few updates and i think i feel like i'm better now tyler thank you for having me on no i i actually did want to ask uh we don't want to deep dive every episode but i'm curious about what you thought of nosedive because that one that's 
like the first and last episodes seem to have been the most divisive among people um, who thought they were too on the nose. I like the the pastel arrangement of the world. I think that was a, a good step to take. I mean, you, if you're making another season, particularly for an American audience it's, that's had to like sit with their love of Black Mirror or, you know, a cult fan base that's had to sit with their love of Black Mirror and you don't want to just immediately come out with a dour, dark looking episode that's going to retread everything that's been done before. You come out with something that's exceptionally bright. Um, uh, Rose Bryce Howard, yes? Da- uh, <laughs> Dallas? Da- uh, Dallas Bryce Howard. Dallas Bryce Howard. I always, yes. yep. Uh, Dallas Bryce Howard, uh, you know, she just have a, has a lovely shine for most of that episode. And as she slowly just gets ruined by the terrible, terrible circumstances throughout her day and just that society that she exists within, um, you know, that pastel world crumbles around her and it's such a wonderful juxtaposition. I don't know that I love everything that goes on in it, but... It's a bit on the nose, but between Joe Wright, how beautiful it is, Joe Wright's direction, and Bryce Dallas Howard's incredible performance carrying it, I'm like I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Black Mirror maybe retreading or maybe being a little bit on the nose and not having an effective rug pull when it's executed so well. And also, I think... While we all see the um, while we all see the breakdown coming, I think the moment after that in the jail cell with the uh, with the other guy who's locked up for whatever reason is a really cathartic moment and is and I think is a great example of how even when you see what's gonna happen coming in shows like this, it can be executed really well and you can kind of sneak in these other moments kind of playing off of that or that you might not see coming that really help it uh, improve. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. And I think there's something to be said about, um, you know, the conclusion of the episode basically being that false politeness for material gains um, being the first entry in an American edition of, the black mirror you know i think that says a bit i think that says a bit on its own um i think all the episodes in this season are good television episodes some of them are better than others you know but i would never look at any one of them and go you shouldn't watch this this is kind of bad uh, i think that you know unless you're just obsessed with sci-fi across the whole and you just everything appeals to you I think you're gonna find uh, your little niches within within each one. You know, I love love be right back and San Junipero because it honestly it makes me think of Eternal Sunshine with Spotless Mind. You know, that's what resonates with me. If you're a big Children of Men fan, you could watch um, God, I'm Men Under Fire. Yes, yeah, you could watch that, and you would I bet you would get a lot out of that. You know, there are just you know there's a you know Hated in a Nation is a David Fincher film. You know whatever oh, that's good it's it's you can find your analog your analogs haha for for whatever you like in the world so you know even playtest i like playtest even though it's just a straightforward genre exercise i think it's a nice little horror movie i didn't need Black him to Mary die universe. in the end i didn't need him to die in the end no i think that's the one i don't i don't hate the twists but i don't love the the uh double twists at the end of that and mm. I actually listened to an interview with the director, and they kind of went back and forth on what those twists were going to be and everything. And yeah. I don't know. It's fine. I like I, li- I like the ride on the way there. Yeah, Black Mirror's good. I I want I want Charlie Brooker to make a video game. Just do it, man. You've been right. You've been writing about them for so damn long. I I realized yeah. that he he had a he had a Channel Four 
television series where he reviewed <laughs> that I desperately want to find this 50 cents blood on the sand. Um, and I need to know, I need to know what Charlie Brooker thinks of 50 cents blood on the sand. Oh my God. I need to find that too. I, now. I That's need, incredible. I need it. Um, but yeah, the, the guy needs to, the guy needs to get with, um, uh, Jonathan Nolan and, and he needs to stop making Westworld and they just need to make a, a damn video game. Stop doing this. That's what, I mean, I'm I am I'm, I'm watching Westworld, and I seem to, apparently I'm enjoying Westworld more than most of my friends, which is interesting after the Mr. Robot season two experience. Mm-hmm. But kind of the defense I made of um, nosedive is kind of what I'm hoping for with Westworld, where we might see the twists coming, but that there will be a certain they'll, they'll be uh, spun a different way than we expect or that they'll be used to usher in things that we w- didn't see coming you know i just think that's a nice way in this world in this era of being able to see twists coming on television or even in movies finding ways to uh evolve beyond that and i think that's something black mirror does usually pretty well but um we should know. we should get together for the end of westworld you want to do that and think about it yeah commit that to tape <laughs> Let's commit it to tape. Great. We'll be back in five weeks. Yeah, we will. Yeah, there you go. The return of our techno dystopia podcast will. Listen, that, I, I really want to discuss Westworld, and honestly, discussing Westworld is a really fun thing. I think. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a that's a fascinating show, and I think it gets beat up a little more than it deserves, which I can't believe I'm defending a Nolan thing with that. But sure. Well, speaking of that, um, everyone should go watch Black Mirror, which is yeah. A great show. So uh, see the episode notes for my ranking of this season, so you know where to start. <laughs> yeah, they. Yep, they're all at number one. <laughs> Anyways, Kyle, thanks for joining me to talk about Black Mirror. I'm sure you'll be on the podcast within three days. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Well, we look forward to having you on again. It was. If you want to find us on our social media thing, as Kayla usually tells you, go ahead and find us. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest. Stumble not stumble upon. Uh, tiny letter i don't know we're all over the place you can find us we're let the right films in and we'll talk to you next time bye